Welcome to Cookies Candid Conversations. And today we're going to be talking about the concept of invisible. Have you ever felt invisible? A time when those around you acted as if you were simply not present? A specific occasion comes to mind when I was invited to a gathering for coffee. At one point during the visit, the women in attendance began talking about a specific event they had attended, which I had not. They talked for quite some time about this experience as I sat there feeling as an outsider looking in. As the only one who did not have any exposure to this particular topic of conversation, no one seemed to notice I was not participating in the discussion. I honestly felt invisible. Eventually, the hostess must have realized I had not exchanged any dialogue and asked me a different question, drawing the lady's attention from their current banter. Needless to say, I have been very careful in accepting invitation involving those participants. Why? Because the feeling of invisibility is uncomfortable, to say the least. Every individual wants to feel included. When I was nudged to talk about this topic of invisible, I was reminded of Jesus feeding the 5,000. You might already know this number 5,000 reflected the number of the men that were present, not the additional numbers of women and children. Why was that? Weren't the women and children important to count? Absolutely. But in that day, a census reflected the number of men. As we well know, if you're a student of biblical history, Jesus began turning the tables on preconceived ideas of equality. I believe Jesus taught many important concepts with this story, including highlighting the one who brought the solution of hunger to the thousands of individuals, a young boy and his lunch. Why do you think Jesus implemented a young boy when he could have instantly brought down manna from heaven? Because in the Lord's eyes, That young boy was just as important as anyone in the crowd that day. He was not invisible. His meager offering was multiplied to meet an immediate need. Jesus is awesome with multiplication. Do you remember that Samaritan woman who came to draw water from Jacob's well in the heat of the day? Although the women of the town always made this trip in the cool of the morning, they ostracized this woman and condemned her for failed marriages and for currently living with a man that wasn't her husband. The Samaritan woman felt unworthy, invisible, and personally struggling due to past mistakes. But Jesus met her at that well and offered her something greater, living water and forgiveness. When she realized she was in the presence of the Messiah, extending love which overrode her guilt and mistakes, she couldn't wait to spread the news because the Lord saw her. No longer invisible and ashamed, she was integral in spreading the news of the Messiah. He continues to bring that same message of hope and healing today. The scripture from 1 Samuel sixteen seven tells us another story. The Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his statue, because I have rejected him, for the Lord sees not as a man sees on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. That happened when Samuel was quick to assume whom he believed was God's chosen for the next king of Israel, simply by his appearance, that of a boy. God, however, reminded Samuel that the Lord looks on the heart, not on the appearance of statue. God saw David as a mighty warrior, a king to lead his people, that of Israel. David's abilities in future was not invisible to God. God had a plan and a purpose for David's life, something that was unseen to the human eye or heart.
I don't have any idea what's encouraging your life today, whether you feel invisible or now or possibly in the days to come. But I do know this. With our Lord, you are not invisible. You were born into this world due to divine intervention, not coincidence. From the point of conception, you were visible to our holy God, maker of heaven and earth. He has a grand plan for your life, regardless of your age, your abilities, or what has occurred in your past. Give your heart and life to him and watch as your thoughts of non-existence fade. You, my friend, are a distinguishable, visible child of our loving God. See you next time. Welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. And today we're going to be talking about the concept of invisible. Have you ever felt invisible? A time when those around you acted as if you were simply not present? A specific occasion comes to mind when I was invited to a gathering for coffee. At one point during the visit, the women in attendance began talking about a specific event they had attended, which I had not. They talked for quite some time about this experience as I sat there feeling as an outsider looking in. As the only one who did not have any exposure to this particular topic of conversation, no one seemed to notice I was not participating in the discussion. I honestly felt invisible. Eventually, the hostess must have realized I had not exchanged any dialogue and asked me a different question, drawing the lady's attention from their current banter. Needless to say, I have been very careful in accepting invitation involving those participants. Why? Because the feeling of invisibility is uncomfortable, to say the least. Every individual wants to feel included. When I was nudged to talk about this topic of invisible, I was reminded of Jesus feeding the 5,000. You might already know this number 5,000 reflected the number of the men that were present, not the additional numbers of women and children. Why was that? Weren't the women and children important to count? Absolutely. But in that day, a census reflected the number of men. As we well know, if you're a student of biblical history, Jesus began turning the tables on preconceived ideas of equality. I believe Jesus taught many important concepts with this story, including highlighting the one who brought the solution of hunger to the thousands of individuals, a young boy and his lunch. Why do you think Jesus implemented a young boy when he could have instantly brought down manna from heaven? Because in the Lord's eyes, that young boy was just as important as anyone in the crowd that day. He was not invisible. His meager offering was multiplied to meet an immediate need. Jesus is awesome with multiplication. Do you remember that Samaritan woman who came to draw water from Jacob's well in the heat of the day? Although the women of the town always made this trip in the cool of the morning, they ostracized this woman and condemned her for failed marriages and for currently living with a man that wasn't her husband. The Samaritan woman felt unworthy, invisible, and personally struggling due to past mistakes. But Jesus met her at that well and offered her something greater, living water and forgiveness. When she realized she was in the presence of the Messiah, extending love which overrode her guilt and mistakes, she couldn't wait to spread the news because the Lord saw her. No longer invisible and ashamed, she was integral in spreading the news of the Messiah. He continues to bring that same message of hope and healing today. The scripture from 1 Samuel 16, 7 tells us another story. 
The Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his statue, because I have rejected him, for the Lord sees not as a man sees on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. That happened when Samuel was quick to assume whom he believed was God's chosen for the next king of Israel, simply by his appearance, that of a boy. God, however, reminded Samuel that the Lord looks on the heart, not on the appearance of statue. God saw David as a mighty warrior, a king to lead his people, that of Israel. David's abilities in future was not invisible to God. God had a plan and a purpose for David's life, something that was unseen to the human eye or heart. I don't have any idea what's encouraged in your life today, whether you feel invisible or now or possibly in the days to come. But I do know this. With our Lord, you are not invisible. You were born into this world due to divine intervention, not coincidence. From the point of conception, you were visible to our holy God, maker of heaven and earth. He has a grand plan for your life, regardless of your age, your abilities, or what has occurred in your past. Give your heart and life to him and watch as your thoughts of non-existence fade. You, my friend, are a distinguishable, visible child of our loving God. See you next time. Welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. And today we're going to be talking about the concept of invisible. Have you ever felt invisible? A time when those around you acted as if you were simply not present? A specific occasion comes to mind when I was invited to a gathering for coffee. At one point during the visit, the women in attendance began talking about a specific event they had attended, which I had not. They talked for quite some time about this experience as I sat there feeling as an outsider looking in. As the only one who did not have any exposure to this particular topic of conversation, No one seemed to notice I was not participating in the discussion. I honestly felt invisible. Eventually, the hostess must have realized I had not exchanged any dialogue and asked me a different question, drawing the ladies' attention from their current banter. Needless to say, I have been very careful in accepting invitation involving those participants. Why? Because the feeling of invisibility is uncomfortable, to say the least. Every individual wants to feel included. When I was nudged to talk about this topic of invisible, I was reminded of Jesus feeding the 5,000. You might already know this number 5,000 reflected the number of the men that were present, not the additional numbers of women and children. Why was that? Weren't the women and children important to count? Absolutely. But in that day, a census reflected the number of men. As we well know, if you're a student of biblical history, Jesus began turning the tables on preconceived ideas of equality. I believe Jesus taught many important concepts with this story, including highlighting the one who brought the solution of hunger to the thousands of individuals, a young boy and his lunch. Why do you think Jesus implemented a young boy when he could have instantly brought down manna from heaven? Because in the Lord's eyes, that young boy was just as important as anyone in the crowd that day. He was not invisible. His meager offering was multiplied to meet an immediate need. Jesus is awesome with multiplication. Do you remember that Samaritan woman who came to draw water from Jacob's well in the heat of the day? 
Although the women of the town always made this trip in the cool of the morning, they ostracized this woman and condemned her for failed marriages and for currently living with a man that wasn't her husband. The Samaritan woman felt unworthy, invisible, and personally struggling due to past mistakes. But Jesus met her at that well and offered her something greater, living water and forgiveness. When she realized she was in the presence of the Messiah, extending love which overrode her guilt and mistakes, she couldn't wait to spread the news because the Lord saw her. No longer invisible and ashamed, she was integral in spreading the news of the Messiah. He continues to bring that same message of hope and healing today. The scripture from 1 Samuel 16, 7 tells us another story. The Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his statue, because I have rejected him, for the Lord sees not as a man sees on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. That happened when Samuel was quick to assume whom he believed was God's chosen for the next king of Israel, simply by his appearance, that of a boy. God, however, reminded Samuel that the Lord looks on the heart, not on the appearance of statue. God saw David as a mighty warrior, a king to lead his people, that of Israel. David's abilities and future was not invisible to God. God had a plan and a purpose for David's life, something that was unseen to the human eye or heart. I don't have any idea what's encouraged in your life today, whether you feel invisible or now or possibly in the days to come. But I do know this. With our Lord, you are not invisible. You were born into this world due to divine intervention, not coincidence. From the point of conception, you were visible to our holy God, maker of heaven and earth. He has a grand plan for your life, regardless of your age, your abilities, or what has occurred in your past. Give your heart and life to him and watch as your thoughts of non-existence fade. You, my friend, are a distinguishable, visible child of our loving God. See you next time.